chapter 20. Becky and I used to be in love, Ken said, plucking the strings of his guitar. Back when I was just a kid, and she was not much older than you two. Peter and Mike had each opened a new can of beer in anticipation of yet another meandering and perhaps half-true story. The fire dwindled, and Peter threw a wet branch over the flames. Sparks lifted up toward the sky and dissolved into the darkness. It would have been nine years ago this summer, Ken said, humming. Nine years ago that I said goodbye for what I thought was goodbye for good. Mike and Peter shook their heads, realizing these were the opening lines to what would undoubtedly be the worst song ever written. Ken strummed a few more chords, but his eyes trailed off and he stopped. He cradled the guitar in his lap and reached for a new bottle of wine. He opened it and took a long drink, sighing as he set the bottle back in the dirt. Then he propped the guitar back in place beneath his arm and began to play a different tune. His strumming patterns often. Mike had never watched someone so talentless, yet so confident. Then Ken began to sing. Summer after I graduated from high school, I got a job at a pizza hut. These words were delivered entirely in song, but then his voice lowered into a more whimsical, tail-spinning tone. I remember the first day on the job, I was the only one with a car. Ken pointed across the yard to his small, rusty car. That very car right there. I've had that same car ever since. But before I drove it back and forth across this country, I used to just drive it all over Iowa, delivering pizzas and getting lost on back roads. Peter looked at Ken's car. He realized that aside from its condition, it was almost identical to his own car. The exact same make and model, but nearly a decade older. Ken began to sing again, watching his hands move along the strings. First day on the job, I met a really pretty girl named Becky. Her grandmother was late picking her up, so I gave her a ride home. And then we got to her place and I leaned over to kiss her. And she looked at me and said, no, no, not yet. Ken waved his finger in the air gesturing the point. Then he strummed another chord and looked up at the moon, continuing to sing. And so I said, all right, and I waited. I waited there three whole days, driving around in my car, thinking about her, stopping out on county roads, C-91, to look out over the earth and feel good for just a moment about my loneliness and aching desires. Peter shuddered, setting his beer by the fire and looking off. Then came the day, Ken sang with a grin, the day when she let me lean in, the day I touched her for the first time, the greatest day of my life. Mike stared into the fire. Ken was now very drunk. His supposed story was beginning to spew out like a loose belch. Certain words seemed to taste bad as they left his mouth, like they'd been buried deep inside him for too long. It was the kind of confession a slow death might bring on, 
It had an uncontrollable volume. And as he continued to sing, he began to drool. Becky and me like to kiss, he yelled. Then we got naked and it was cool. But then I got scared because she was so young and my dad wanted me to go to college. Ken started to jump from topic to topic in a slur, waving a hand over the fire. It was clear that he wanted to elaborate more, but didn't have the ability. But I knew I loved her because she was so special. He uttered these last few words in a bitter whisper, as if he'd sworn himself to never say them aloud. Mike looked off into the trees, thinking about Becky and how there was so much of her life he'd not known about. Peter watched Ken's fingers stumble over the strings. His hands, just like his words, were out of place, out of rhythm. It was hard to listen to. Ken burped. He wiped his mouth and looked down at his guitar. She was my first, he sang. She was my everything. The things have changed. Peter realized that Ken's song about Becky was made entirely of cliched lyrics. He looked at Mike. Mike had fallen asleep sitting up. Ken spit into the fire and snorted, plucking a few final strings. If that's true, Peter said, then I don't see the point in you staying. Ken nodded and closed his eyes. He set the guitar down and slid into the dirt, curling up on his side to pass out. Peter picked up his can of beer and watched the moon pass over him quicker than he could ever remember. In what seemed like minutes, the sun began to splinter through the tops of the trees, and birds began to scream. <laughs>